Good afternoon, buenas tardes, and buena noche from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host, Liam Kyle McGowan, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Football Dads. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new episode. I am indeed your host, Liam Kyle McGowan. Thank you so much for joining. Um, these last couple of weeks, a few of us have been on sad vibes because our teams either draw our lose or disappoint us in some way. I am fully stating I am on sad vibes. Very sad, sad vibes. vibes today. Yeah, very sad vibes. I am very, good. I very am sad vibes. living my best life. Thank you, Real Madrid, for being great. Yeah, it must be so hard to support Real Madrid. right? Up the dude, way. they lose one game and the dude has an entire existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Barcelona for thinking they won every single cup in the world by beating us 4 to now. They really beat you 4 now, that's crazy. Every time, every time I argue with a Barcelona fan, bro, oh, 4-0, four 4-0. Four it really should have been okay? like 7-0. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we're still in the semifinals in the Champions League, and we just grabbed La Liga. Yeah, I don't know how they, how Barca managed to beat Real Madrid for nothing, and then get cooked by Eintracht Frankfurt. Like, Bro, I, th- I knew that was gonna happen. I had a feeling. Did you guys see what happened? I had a feeling oh, too. But like, why did they let thirty thousand fans right. go into Camp Nou? That's what I was about to say. So. Apparently, Frankfurt. Oh, I still don't think that's bought up all these tickets. I'm not saying it's the oh, reason Barcelona lost. That's crazy. Shout out to those fans, because like they like. I'm gonna. I think they had something to do with the, with with Eintracht playing as well as they did. When you play away and the whole stadium is chanting for you, bro, that's got to give you some type of special motivation. Like your fans oh, yeah. showed up. I mean, okay. That's a good point. Too. Like, that's I, a good point. Very great. There's a lot too. of people, bro. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of people. That's bigger than most stadiums in the world. And you're That's telling crazy. me, you, John, you're telling me one fan did this? Um, no, no, no. I think they planned it all together. Oh, okay, okay. They planned to, like, to take over the Camp Nou? Yeah, wow. They were buying all these, like, mixed tickets, and apparently even Barcelona season ticket holders were putting their tickets up online, and then Damn. the German fans were able to buy them. Big because fans. So the Big law fans. The law is, but to be fair, the Barca fans didn't know. The law is that um, you cannot buy tickets unless you're in Spain, and you have to buy them um, through like you can't buy through a German bank account. So they said we're playing a German team. German bank accounts can't pay for these tickets. Plus, you have to be located in Spain to buy them. Like they'll check your location. All these Frankfurt fans oh, went wow. to Spain like a early, paid cash. And just got thirty thousand tickets. Like it's just crazy. Holy like the amount of work they went to yeah. get there. Like, All right, fair enough. Since fans. we're talking, Barca still sucks. But shout out to the fans, though. That's respect right there. We'll That's get crazy. we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Since we're talking about Europe, Europe though, let's let's talk about the uh, the UEFA leagues real quick. The games that I watched, I watched the Champions League game. I watched Real Madrid versus Chelsea. That was undoubtedly for me one of the craziest games. I've watched in a long time. So scary, bro. So scary. They did us like pinned us down for like bro, 15 minutes. Chelsea had you guys down three goals in the 75th minute. 
Tucho is a fantastic coach. That's a he big is, fact. He really is, yeah. He really managed to have that Chelsea team dominate Real Madrid. And then it all it takes is one moment, bro. And Mo- Mo- Luka Modric. Luka Modric. My bro. God, bro. That might have been. That might bro. have been the one of the greatest passes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And on top of that, bro, we, we, we gotta we gotta give it to Ancelotti too. Yeah, sometimes yeah. he's weird. John, John, I know they... you hate Ancelotti, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you too, kinda. No, yeah, Ancelotti gets no credit. Really what credit does Ancelotti get for this game, bro? His put... sub scored the goal. Nah, bro. Yeah, he, his he tactics are the whole subs. reason why Chelsea absolutely destroyed Madrid. And the like, only yeah, reason I Madrid agree. went through was because of the players. Once again, against PSG, it was the same thing. His tactics agree, failed them, and the players said, fuck that, we're going to go through this shit. And it's through player brilliance that they're getting through. Because Ancelotti yeah, fucked do, do, do tactics. You see, do, you see, do you see who he brings in? Every time he brings in these certain players, bro, they shine. Even against That's Sevilla, valid, fine. Rodrigo's a great superstar. Yeah, bro, even against Sevilla, my man brought in Nacho and then Rodrigo. And boom, Dude, both of those dudes scored game, and assisted. He's setting the team up for failure. Liam, yes, I agree. Yeah. he had and it's getting as his yes, right the, wing. Like what? The subs, the sub helps obviously. Obviously, Rodrigo helped. He scored the fucking goal. But like yeah. that shit was created by like the players. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like his tactics are fucking you guys over, and he needs to Not really, worst, really, really rethink it. The City is the worst team to play the way you guys have played against PSG and know, um, Chelsea. You can't do that against City. You can't. Just like Chelsea, bro. I'm, I'm like. I would not be surprised if we lose. And then, boom, we got lucky. We did lose that game, but obviously the goals came in clutch. But then against City, bro, again, if KDB is injured, if I just need one huge player to be sitting, bro, for at least one leg. None of them. But again, bro, City can bank us, bro. City can still smoke us. I mean, they're fighting for the league as well, so they're going to play with that same 11 over and over again to make sure to win games. You never know. Us, we basically won the league, bro. We could get, we could be crowned. I think league is wrapped up. League is wrapped up. Yeah. So hopefully for City, I want them to actually like put in the pain and the work because right now they're down by two points and then they need to win every single game. Because you know, damn well Liverpool is untouchable, bro. I, hope you I know. think Liverpool is yeah. the best team in Europe. One, History's on your side, bro. One that's wrong. Man City's never won in Europe, and they're they always come, they always fuck up. And City are not winning won. the Champions League. Yeah, one that's wrong. Two, yeah, I don't think so. City are probably going to win the Champions League. They don't give a shit about the league, bro. They don't need to focus on the league. Yeah, Abdul, they don't want the. They've had the league so many times, bro. They want the Champions League. They're not going to Champions League, bro. I don't think if, they're going to touch that. They don't that. give a shit. Yes, Abdul. Come on now. That's the one trophy they haven't won yet. You really think they're going to be like... Bro, they're going to choke again. You, so. you really, think they're, gonna, you really think they're going to be like, bro. hmm, should we take this league for the fifth time in six years or should we get a Champions League that we've never won? Which one do you think no, they're going to take? Gonna, I agree they're, they're going to go the hard. I agree they're going to go hard. I agree that they're going to go hard in the Champions League. What have you seen the last few years in the same position? They model it. They do quarterfinals. They don't, though. They literally went to the huh? finals. Oh. They went to the finals and lost because of Pep trying tactics of playing yeah. a, a false nine when he shouldn't. Again, bro, I still think even if they Pep? beat us and they go to the final against Liverpool, they're gonna get baked. Liverpool. Yeah, I think Liverpool will beat them in the final. Would say just no. because of what John no, said no, earlier, no. the history. Not at all. History will come in Liverpool's favor. 
No. I think it will. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I, I hope Man City do not win. I do not want Man City to win the championship. Any other team besides Man City. Villarreal yeah. would be kind of cool. It would be super stop cool it. to see them win. That would be crazy. That would be a crazy upset. Just stop it. Listen, they beat Bayern. Just stop it. I mean, you you literally just said Liverpool has history on their side, and you think they're gonna they're gonna lose to fucking Villarreal? Are you serious? Listen, Bayern Munich had history. Stop it. Nah, I think I think Bayern Munich lost because their manager. I don't care what anyone says. They had the same players from last year and the year before. They have, but then when they switched that manager. They that's when everything know. fell down. They started losing games here and they there. The they can take a lot more goals. They don't have the same lineup. They don't. Bro, managers have a big part in, in teams. Abdul, they don't have the same team as last year. Bro, who do they not have? They played Pavard. They didn't play Davies. Are you, come on, bro. They bro, played, I'm thinking in general. In the bro, league. they have Luan. Luan Dosky, the greatest striker in the last three years. It's not years. the same team, though. It's not the same team. It's not the same tactics. It's different. You don't have the same That's, team. And why? Because of the team. manager. I am, the I'm blaming team. the manager. You don't have the same team all year. You're messing, you're, you have injuries all year. What's going to happen? You're going to have to play different players, different teams, all that kind of thing, and it's going to mess it up? John, in a final between Man City and Liverpool, who wins? Um, I don't know. Um, I want Liverpool to win, um, but I don't know. It seems that between those two, it's just like whoever's on their day takes it. Like City dominated them in the league game, but then in the FA Cup, Liverpool dominated it. I mean, let's let's so be, it's really let's, just back let's, and forth. Let's be honest. Liverpool dominated because there's a man named Zach Steffen in goal. There's an American that, in goal. Yeah, Zach Steffen. That, that was only one God. of the goals, though. That man dominated mm-hmm, himself. Mm-hmm. That man said, I'm yeah. going to take the wheel. He did away. only uh, goof on one, though. Yeah, he tried to be uh, who is, He tried to be Allison. No, 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 Zach. Uh, just just beat Tim Howard. The next game, though, was Atletico Man City. And, that was and, a fantastic and, and deal, still, though. Still, Crazy. due to that mistake, they would have tied that game and gone to extra time because City then made a comeback. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Liverpool was in control, but still gave up two goals, and and still there was a threatening comeback because City is just that team. That's it. Like, you like this Man City team, Mateo? You really do. I would you respect rather, them. I would rather have Man City win over Liverpool. Absolutely. Why? Any day of the week. Liverpool. How come? Trash. How come? Liverpool are trash. I'd much rather have City win. Plus, it then helps John out because Pep has done his job. December comes around. Pep is right, now take back everything I said. City to the moon. Pep is now manager of Brazil. Game over. Isn't that, isn't, isn't that a bit weird, though, having Pep as the manager of Brazil? Fuck no. That means, I don't care if it's weird, bro. Brazil what, 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 yeah. Brazil's won the next five World Cups. Who cares? Who I think he's going to want to coach Holland for like a year or two. Yeah, Holland? Oh, because is he really coming to Man City? Probably, yes. That's All like, but confirmed. All but like confirmed. Literally the most likely destination he will go to. I don't see. I saw. Um, 
I saw some posts. It was like um, they're trying not to pay him too much, so like the rest of the team just get jealous or something. No, it's not. Bro, they're trying to pay him. I think they're going to pay him like half a mil a week, bro. They, they said he's going to be the most yep, paid, I don't know. The most paid Prem player. He's going to be the most... Uh, yeah, that, that was the post I saw, I think. Isn't the homie like 20, bro? He's about to get paid half a mil. Yeah, that seems... Sheesh. And on top of that, because I'm a great analyst, my man will be injury prone. <laughs> he will fail. It still doesn't matter, Abdul. This man is injury prone this whole year. Still has twenty five goals in the in the league. I'm in the German league, yeah. Still doesn't matter, man. I'd like to see how long in a different league. We'll see. I'm I'm excited to see if he can kill for Man City. He probably will. It's crazy. It's gonna be exciting. One of you said something about him. It's gonna be like bullying Manu because of what happened to his dad back in the day. Every round team doesn't matter. The the reason why, why the reason why Werner didn't work in in England is because he's too tiny. He wasn't ready for a strong center back. True. Now you have Holland. Agreed. Yeah. Be built like a center oh, back. Oh my man, so Holland. Faster. He's gonna absolutely destroy everybody. It doesn't matter. I would now, yo. Imagine they go against Liverpool and just bodies shit out of Van Dyke. Oh, he will. I would be absolutely. scared seeing Holland running towards me, bro. I would be shook. Oh, Holland. Man is, is big. Alan is, is incredible. He's going to be crazy in the prime. We'll see. All right, boys. Let's get into the leagues. Wait, there was um, one more game, though. There's one more game. The Liverpool-Benfica. All right, skip. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch that. But skip. We all know what was going to happen. Six goals. That's crazy, though. Skip. Six goals because it's Liverpool's, like, Q team. So, are we going to agree that Grealish is a fun man and got these Why? guys wild up in Atletico? My man said something to, what's his name, Savage? He's sponsored by Gucci. Yes, he is. Yeah, bro. My man. My man with the pretty hair, he said C-word to one of the Atletico Madrid players that started up a whole riot. No, I think when they tackled Foden and Foden started... And he got tackled outside uh, the field, and then he started rolling into the field so they could stop and waste time. And that's when Savage came in off the lip, or uh, what's his name, Felipe? Yeah. And they came, grabbed Foden by like, the shirt and tried to drag him out, and then that's when everyone came in, started pushing each other and smoking each other for like 15 minutes. It's really crazy how Simeone really said that that's the most offensive game he's ever seen, yet he played that first leg. With oh yeah, he went dumb. On target. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. How do you how, how can you say that with a straight face? Bro, like the what? most of those legs, like what was it one zero? Yes, the first game and then zero zero the second game. Yes, and Man Bro. City still outplayed out outshot them and had a better uh, had a better uh, um, goal per game like average. Like yeah. expected goal over. What over if he did that just to get and both people tight? I mean, why would you say that after a game where you you definitely? Bro, do you not realize it? how crazy City might actually be? Like they were missing a striker and they're gonna get one of the best strikers in the world. Yes. If they don't want everything like, that year, they're, they're, they're never gonna live that down. 
they do not win everything next year. It's a dub for them. Bro, I mean, we said the same thing about PSG. We thought they were going to... No, we didn't. And no, we didn't. Really? Everyone they thought everyone that. said. PSG bought all these attackers. They still have no midfield. And they got screwed. City is stacked. City is stacked. They play City amazing stacked, football. Yeah. All they're missing is a finisher. Boom. They just got yeah. one of the best finishers in the world. If he stays healthy. Yeah. Still, even if he's not healthy, we'll they, have, they have... <clears throat> Young Argentinian to follow oh, up right the Argentinian them, so. dude. They're big from, chilling. He's from Boca or River Plate. River. So he, yeah. they're big chilling regardless. Like They got their main man and then they Damn, so what does that mean for Jesus? Jesus is a winger. I hope he gets sold this summer. He needs to go somewhere else. He's a winger. Yeah. Milan need a right winger. He'd do a great job. No, they got style makers. <laughs> no, 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 yes, no yes, more. Yes. We're going they for got, They got the king himself. Hey, Zeus would really be a good signing for Milan, though. Like that house. Like he fits you. Yeah, that would well. be that would be pretty cool. Why would it be? Good? Like hard worker. You would have crazy. to get rid of Salamakers, and that's not right. That's not valid. No, he can. He can go. Bye, bye. No, no, no. That's disrespectful to Salamaker. Yeah, I'm sorry, Salamakers, but uh. I'm disrespecting you. Liam, are you guys uh, for a striker? No. Um, I feel like we should be, no, to be they honest. Have, they literally have Giroud and Ibra, the two best strikers in the world right now. Uh, I mean, I, oh I, I agree. God, <laughs> I agree. Shut up. But, uh, Shut up, Liam. I still, still need somebody young. Liam, stop that. But let's go into some leagues, guys. Let's go into some leagues. That was some good European talk. I can't talk. believe you just said that. You yep, yep. Abdul. I'll start with La Liga. The table's looking spicy. The table's looking spicy and sexy with Real Madrid in first place. With 75, yes, 75 points. Barcelona in second with 60. Sevilla in third with 60. Atletico Madrid in fourth with 60 as well. And then we have Real Betis in fifth with 57. Real Sociedad in sixth with 55. And then Villarreal. Who are in the semifinals in Champions League with 52 points? Athletic Club with 45, Asasuna in ninth with 44, and Valencia in tenth with 42. The fixtures were decent. Um, on Saturday we had Elche beating Molorca 3-0, Alaves beating Pelinquiano 1-0, Valencia and Asasuna. Asasuna came in clutch with 2-1. Uh, Villarreal beating Catafe 2-1. And we have La Vente, one of the worst teams, in my opinion, in the Spanish League. The most offensive, most annoying team ever that we struggle against the most. La Vente, 4-1 against Granada. Atletico Madrid beat Espanyol 2-1 with a penalty. Carrasco scoring in the 98th minute, I think. I'm not mistaken. It was a 10 minute. 98th minute? Yeah, dude. It was 10 minute extra time. This guy scored in dying seconds. Uh, beating Espanol 2 1. Um, Athletic Club and Santa Vigo. Santa Vigo came in clutch with uh, 2 0 against the uh, Athletic Club. And then Sevilla and Real Madrid. We had Rakitic scoring in the 21st and then Lamala in the 25th. 
it seemed like we had no hope. I honestly felt like we were done until my boy Wadigo came in. He scored a nice little goal for us. Fernandez came in also in the 82nd minute, scoring a goal for us as well. And then guess who became the greatest French striker to ever play the game, scoring in the 92nd minute. Bro, Drew didn't score today. I don't I'm, know. I'm what are you talking about? Drew, Drew did those didn't play for Real Madrid, so. Yo, you know what's crazy? Carvajal, bro, switched back to his right back position, came in and assisted Rodrigo, and then assisted Nacho. Once he went back to his right back position, and then Rodrigo scored an assist. I'll be, I'm not, like, honestly, guys, at first, I think like a month ago, I felt like Rodrigo should be sent out either on loan or maybe even sell him for a decent amount. But the past few games, I think the past like four games, he he, he showed that his quality. The thing is, like, where if we get Mbappe or any other wingers or strikers or whatever, where will he be? And then if we don't get Mbappe, what does that mean for Benzema? Do we switch to four four two? Do we play with the wingers? Mbappe isn't a winger. Who starts? Benzema as your, isn't a winger. As your right, huh? who starts as your like right mid, right wing? It switches. We have Valverde sometimes goes to the right wing and then we'll send Might be we'll clip for Vinny, bro. and take Valverde. Nah, Vinny, bro, chill. Don't do that. Might be Vinny, clip for Vinny, bro. He plays in Mbappe's position, bro. Mbappe's going to Madrid to play left wing. I promise you. Honestly, honestly, I wouldn't mind trying to get into four four two. Um with Adrian Mbappe in left mid and then Kane Benzema and uh Mbappe, two strikers up top having the right and the left mid as, like, what, what, what do you call that? I think it was, they switched off, they switched off the 4-2-4 four, four with two strikers and as wingers. I don't know. Wait, um, so Vinny is left and Mbappe and Benzema up top? Strikers and then the right would be either Rodrigo, Sincio, I feel like he should leave because he'll never get a starting position. In my opinion, he'll always be a sub. Um, I don't know, man. Vinny can't go. If Vinny does go, I'll be really, really upset. Because I do this year and last year. Uh, but like, He's going to go back to Flamengo. Hey, why not? Nah, man. I'll have him for another... He's not going to stay forever, man. I'll give him until like 25, 26. And then I think he's going to move on. Not a lot of players stay. If they're young, you know, they're always end up leaving. They're never there until they retire. I mean, it would be great if he wants to build his legacy and become a club legend and he'll have to retire there. But I don't know. I'm so glad that we had him. Like, at first, like, you guys even know that I hated this format. Like, my man couldn't finish a thing. All he had was speed. And that's it. And then over a year or two, he's been assisting. Like, come on. Him and Benzema are up there with stats. It's ridiculous in La Liga. Nah, Vinny's playing really well. And then on Monday, Barcelona took a nice QL yesterday, actually. 1-0 against Gattis. Isn't that a team leaving? Oh, they're in 17th. They actually needed that win. Um, yeah, they're in 17th right now with 31 points and Granada in 18th going down to La Liga to 29 points. Um, First time Caddy's ever won in Camp Nou. Yep. Wow. That was, bad. that was bad for him, bro. 
All right, top scorers. We got Ken Karim with 25 goals. The best <laughs> um, record he hit in his own. Um, wait, let me see. Yeah, 25 goals. I don't think uh, he has scored. Um, what was his best? 21 last year. I think it was 21. And then this year so far with five games left. He's at 25 goals with Anes Anan. With oh, Gaddafi with 15 goals. And um, Raul de Tomes from Espanol with 15 goals as well. Uh, Vinny's in 14, 14 goals. Aspas is at 14 goals as well. Um, assists, we have Dembele with 11 assists, tied with Karim Benzema, 11 assists. And Aska Tarejo from, I think, yeah, Rio Valenciano with uh, uh, 9 assists. Um, yo, Benzema scores a goal every 92 minutes, which is wild. Um. Yeah, that's all I got so far. Um, Madrid takes the title from everyone else. I think that's two and three years, if I'm not mistaken, which has been uh, great. That is all. On to the next lead, my boys. Fair enough. Fair enough. Salamakers. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll yeah, go. Salamakers. Go ahead, talk. Yeah, about my juicy Salamakers. Mm-hmm. So today, Milan played. It was not the Serie A. It was the Coppa Italia. It was the semifinal. The next game being played is Juventus versus Fiorentina to decide the final between Inter and the two of them. Today, Milan played Inter. We lost. We lost badly, 3-0. Just to talk about it quickly... Just fifth minute, Lautaro Martinez scored a brilliant volley, and that just kind of, the mentality fell, you know. We were the away team, so if we could hold it at 1-0 or even 1-1, we'd have went through. So Inter knew this and came out attacking immediately. And I don't know, I guess we weren't ready for it. He got the early goal. Well, he had a brace today. He hasn't scored very many goals in 2020, but he scored in important games for Inter. This was in a very important game for them. This is their chance to silverware if we steal the title from them, if they fail in Serie A. And uh, we just never looked dangerous. We had a couple opportunities, but it was it was poor. It was a very poor performance from Milan, I must admit. So we deserve to get beat. Now we get to focus on the Serie A. Hopefully we can win the title in uh, the Scudetto. However, oh. Milan's last game in the Serie A, though, we won. We beat Genoa 2-0. It was uh, much needed considering Inter keep winning in the Serie A. Goals by uh, Rafael Leao and Junior Macias. Kalulu put in a brilliant ball to Rafael Leao. He hit it first time on like the half volley. Brilliant goal. Junior Macias hit, took a shot, missed, got the, the deflections, made it 2-0. Genoa never looked like they were going to do anything. We had complete control of the game. I was very happy. Inter, on the other hand, they had a similar game. They played Spezia. They beat them 3-1. They continue to win. They have that game in hand against Bologna. Bologna are in form. They gave Juventus a great game. They drew. Arnautovic is scoring a lot of goals. So hopefully they can hold off Inter for us. I think late April they play. But uh, Inter beat Spezia 3-0. Brozovic, Martinez, and Sanchez with the goals. Cagliari beat Sassuolo 1-0. That was a massive, <coughs> massive upset. 
Alberto Grassi had the man of the match. Diola scored the goal in the 42nd. Sassuolo seemed to have dominated the game, but could not get that e- that equalizer or even that second goal to win. That's a very uncharacteristic loss from Sassuolo, I must admit. And another upset was San Leotana versus Sampdoria. Sampdoria just cannot get a win. Caputo got the goal in the 32nd minute. San Leotana scored two goals within, I think, seven minutes or something like that. Fazio, the ex-Roma player, the defender got a goal. San Leotana needed that. They needed that desperately. Udinese, on the other hand, they keep winning right now. They beat Empoli 4-1. They're scoring a lot of goals. De Lufeo got another goal. He was the man of the match. Well done. Ex-Milan player. Love to see that kind of stuff. Fiorentina also keep winning, guys. They beat Venezia 1-0. Arsenal legend, Lucas Torreya, with the goal in the 30th minute. No. I don't know, Matteo. Yes, 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 yes. No. Yes. Next was Juventus-Bologna. Like I said, Arnautovic got the goal. Vlaovic got the 95th-minute equalizer to save a point for Juve. You know, at one point, they were flying high. They were winning a lot of games, and now they just seem to be faltering. Faltering really hard. Lazio as well. They, I mean, Lazio have dropped out of Europe's spot. They're in eighth place now with their draw to Torino. And Torino, once again, I mean, they held off... Milan, a no-no, and they almost beat Lazio. Pellegrini got the goal in the 56, and Lazio had to get the goal in the 92nd minute. Ricardo Rodriguez, another ex-Milan player, man of the match. He played fantastic against us as well. <sighs> the other big game for me this week, though, thankfully, was Roma. Ex-Milan player Stefan El Sharawi in the 91st minute to get the equalizer off his um, Lorenzo Insigne's pen. Beautiful goal. Beautiful goal from Roma. Team play, one, two passes. Through balls, making the runs. Beautiful. Pass, pass. Dummy, El Sharawi goal. Beautiful, beautiful goal. Mourinho, I got to give Roma credit. They are now in a Europe spot. Mourinho has made, turn that team around. Turn that team around these last couple games in the Serie A, this last half of the Serie A, I say. And uh, another big upset this week was Atalanta losing to Hellas Verona. 2-1. So that does not bode well for their Europe game against uh, Ripple Leipzig. Uh, dude, they're going to have to play the second the second uh, leg, right, this week? They already lost. Oh, they already lost, right? 2-1? I uh, think so, maybe. Possibly. No, they have to. They have to play the second leg. West Ham and no, oh no, 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 no. Yep, they lost. They, they lost two nil. They lost two zero. Yep. So Atalanta have just fallen off. I don't know why. I mean, they had a lot of injuries, but you know, they played Demreal. They played Darun. They played Zapacosta. They played Malinowski. Duvan Zapata has came back. Jeremy Boga. I mean, Ilicic is out, but they still have Muriel, they still have Pasilic, they still have Piscina. I don't know. They've, they've, really, they've really just been on a down slope and just haven't figured out how to get out of it. So Their next game is against Venezia. I'm telling you right now, if they lose that, they're in a lot of trouble. 
that should be a win for them. They're out of Europe's spot right now. They're not going to be in any European competition next season, I don't think, if they don't win every game. They're 51 points, and Lazio's in seventh with 56. So, yeah, Gasparini, you're failing. Next game for Milan is Lazio. That's going to be a great game. I mean, <laughs> you know, in contrast, interplay Roma. So we're going to have to get that win. Luckily, Lazio is not in form. Roma is in form. So hopefully Roma can pull, a, pull an upset and beat Inter. That would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. They could do that. They have a great chance at a Champions League spot, especially since Juventus has been faltering. So Mourinho will know that. Hopefully, F. Stefan El Sharawi too, ex-Milan player. Hopefully, he goes crazy against Inter. But that'll do it for the Serie A to round up the league. We have Milan at top with 71. Inter right beneath us, 69. Napoli, 67 with that draw against Roma. Juve, 63. They should be on 67 at least right now. Roma, 58. Fiorentina in six. 56, Lazio, 56 and 7th, Atalanta in 8th, 51. And then Hellas, Verona, Sassuolo, the 9 and 10. Genoa is in the relegation. Samiotana with that win. They're still only at 19. They're going to the Serie B, absolutely, unless they can pull off something. And Cagliari goes down, I guess. Or It's going to be tough. Don't talk to Cagliari like that. Yeah, I'm sorry, Cagliari. I'm sorry. Okay. and Vlaovic are killing the competition. 25 and 23 goals. 25 for Immobile. Milinkovic Savic is in calm second with 10 assists to Barardi's 11th and 1st, which is very nice. Yep. That, does about, that just about does it for the Serie A. Uh, Did you hopefully. answer my question that I texted in the group chat? About no, what'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? Leal during the game. Let me see. This, the the commentators was like uh, Lau's oh, been super piece. consistent recently and like he's had an incredible breakout season and I was like do you agree? For the first half of the season absolutely he was killing it that's why he got the headliner in FIFA Mateo like know, he was no, killing it I know it. but they, they were like he's been they were saying he's finding such great form recently and he's been so consistent recently and I was like do you agree with him? Yeah, they 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 overtalked him a little bit, but you know it's 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 about the big games. That's when we need you guys to turn up. You know, I wouldn't. I'd say this has been his best season in a Milan jersey for Rafael Leao. Absolutely, absolutely. He's he's taken on the one on ones. He's winning them most of the time, but sometimes Leao gets very kind of disheartened. You know, and you see him put his head down and he. He throws his arms up, and he walks back, turns around, doesn't look up and see if he can get into a quick position. Those are the things that bother me. But he's been more consistent this season than he has any other season. I wouldn't go as far to say he's having a brilliant season just because, like, you know, you've got to be consistent. And he's lacked that real consistency that the top players have. So... Yeah, you agree in the sense that it's his best, but I disagree to say, like, you know, he's consistent on a top level because he's not. If he was, we'd see more goals from him, you know, so. 
I was gonna bring this up with Abdul, but bro, Valencia is trash. Valencia. Yeah, Peter Lim, dude, that owner ruined the team. It really did. Like that's insanity. We're still starting eleven right now, Valencia. Huh? What's what's Isa? What's the story behind them? No, but, well, yes, that's a good question. But what's their starting eleven? Like I remember, Valencia used to have uh, Adil Rami at one point. Like who do they have now? Uh, they played Villarreal. They started with they had Silicon and goal, a bunch of random people in the defense. I'll be honest, a bunch of bro. This is such a random team. The only player that I know is Carlos Soler. Everyone else, I don't know. The owner cut costs crazy, like two years ago, and like a bunch of players left, like Parejo. Parejo was like their main guy, and then he went to uh-huh. Villarreal, where he's absolutely killing it now. Yeah. Um, they lost a bunch of really good talent because the owner was just incompetent. Yeah, no, I know Coughlin and Parejo. Yeah, so up. what's the story, John? What's the story? The owner came in and he wanted to cut costs. Yeah, he cut and costs. He pretty much and, just and said he lost all their best players. Like, yeah, he in said one he summer. didn't want to spend this money on the team and like their their salaries. I and see. Whatnot, so all the big bigger players just left. Yeah. So now, I mean, their their two main players, um, Coughlin and. Parejo dipped out. Alrighty. After Valeral sadness, let's go into my sadness. Sadly, Alan is enjoying all the Disney princesses. So, he's not here with us. He's probably hanging out with... Uh, he's hanging out with Ray Skywalker. Um, Snow White. Yes. Yes. Um... This past weekend, we had a very, such a weird weekend. Started off with Brighton beating Tottenham 1-0. Troussard scored in the 90th minute. Um, weird, weird game. Man U then went on to win against Norwich 3-2, thanks to um, a hat-trick by Ronaldo. Um... And then Southampton beat Arsenal 1-0. Uh, weird, weird times happening in the Prem. Um, Brentford beat Watford 2-1, sorry, thanks to Jansen scoring in the 95th minute. Uh, Newcastle beat Leicester uh, 2-1, thanks to Bruno Guimarães scoring in the 95th minute. And a, he had a brace, but he's going in the 95th minute. Should be minute starting over front. 100%, he will be. Um, and then we had Burnley against West Ham in a 1-1 draw. Wakehorst scored in the 33rd, and then Susick scored in the 74th to keep uh, to, to level the game. Um, we had no Man City, no Liverpool, and no two other teams due to their... Um, no Chelsea or... Crystal Palace either, because they played in the FA Cup this past weekend, in which Man City lost 3-2 to Liverpool, and Chelsea won 2-0 against Crystal Palace. Um, On Tuesday, which is today, uh um, Liverpool absolutely decimated Manchester United, 4-0. Sad times. They're really struggling. 
Um, they had no Ronaldo due to one of of the two twins. Their uh, son passed away. Um, at least the the daughter is okay. Um, Paul Pogba also came off injured in the tenth minute, so that might mess stuff up. But otherwise, a lot of more midweek games. You have Everton against Leicester, Newcastle against Crystal Palace, Man City against Brighton, Chelsea against Arsenal tomorrow, um, Burnley against Southampton. These are a lot. It looks like a lot of like makeup games because most of these games have uh, most of these teams have games in hand. Um, if we do lose tomorrow, we will be officially three points behind Tottenham and not tied on points with them. So it'll make the North London Derby a massive match for top four. Right now, you guys are above Man U, right? We are above Man U. You're in fifth. We're in fifth right now, yes. So the table goes Liverpool is in first technically with a game in hand um, with 76. Man City behind them with 74. Chelsea in third with 62. Tottenham is in fourth with 57. Arsenal's in fifth with 54 with a game in hand. Um, Manchester United has 33 games played with 54 points. So we technically have two games in hand on them, and we're tied on points. So United's not a threat. It's really just going to be the battle from in North it's, London it's over that fourth spot. <laughs> Which, oh, I hate that so much. Um, I know, I know. West, West Ham That's is insane. in seventh. West Ham rounds out seventh with 52. Um the bottom teams go with uh, Everton's in 17th with 28. Burnley's in 18th with 25. Watford's in 19th with 22. And Norwich is in 20th with 21. It's kind of a close battle. Only seven points between them. But then, like, Leeds is in 16th with 33. So there's a pretty big gap. Um, but it kind of stinks because... Burnley, without Sean Dyche, actually pulled out a good win, a good draw with uh, with West Ham. But I don't know if that'll be enough to keep them up. I don't know. Maybe if um, Lampard's gotten some stuff going on with Everton, but they have a very tough schedule. They play Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester again. Crystal Palace and Arsenal in their last eight games. Uh, I honestly could see Everton going down here. Because yeah, it's really because, not looking good for them at all. Because Burnley, them going down, though, means Richarlison's yeah. for sure going to get scooped up by some big team because he's going to be going for cheap, cheap, cheap. Oh, yeah. A lot of their players will be. Terrible. Pickford. Yep, a lot of good players um, to pick out of that team if they... Yeah, they go down. Gilfie Sigurd, Allen, Deli Ali, um, Van de Beek, even um, Calvert Lewin as well. El Ghazi, he's a good, like, solid player. Arsenal was looking at Calvert Lewin, so if he goes down to the championship, we could pick him up for super cheap, but I still want a better striker. But we'll see. Um, Who's Everton's right wing? Uh, it will be. Um, for player stats for the Prem, um, you have Mohamed Salah with 22. He's running away with it now. You have Sun in second. He's been balling recently with 17. 
Um, Jota is in third with 15, tied with Ronaldo with 15 as well. And then you have Mane with 14. Um, and then you have Kane and Tony as well with 12. Um, with assist, you have Trent with 12, Salah with 12, and then Andrew Robertson with 10, and then Pogba with 9, Mason Mount surprisingly, surprisingly with 8, Jared Bowen with 8, and Harry Kane with 8. Um, and then with the good old clean sheets, we have Allison with 18, um, Ederson with 17 now, but there's still a game in hand, so they could <laughs> they could go back level. And then you have Ramsdale, Loris, and Mendy all with 12. Um, otherwise, that pretty much wraps up the good old Prem. Big games coming up for Arsenal. They literally play Chelsea tomorrow, and then on Saturday we play Man U. So very big games coming ahead. I think we have Tomiyasu back as well, which I'm so happy. We don't have to play fucking Cedric anymore. Um, Tomiyasu is a good player. I like him. I love Tomiyasu. Lacazette might not be playing either. He he actually contracted COVID, so we might not have him for this game, but we might have him for next for the, the Man U game. Um, it's... Arsenal always gets a, a very bullshit win against Chelsea. So I really hope we pull some shit out, especially on a three-game losing streak, and pull some shit out for the end of the year and, and hopefully get a big result that's much needed. Um, because we def- I, I think we definitely have the tougher ske- this tougher schedule compared to um, Tottenham, who play Brentford this weekend. And they play Leicester. Yeah, they play Leicester, Liverpool, then us. And then Burnley and Norwich, so they finish up pretty easy. We, on the other hand, play Chelsea, Man U, West Ham, Tottenham, Newcastle, and and Leeds. So, tough games ahead. Oh, God. We're not getting top four. It's exciting. It's not because I already know what's happening and we're not going to get top four and it's going to be so sad. We're going to do everything, but we're, we're going to lose like Everton and, and lose top four. Plus, it doesn't matter because we literally don't have a striker and that's our biggest issue is we haven't been able to create a chance for the life of us. And it really shows. You remember? I, I feel think, you. I think it was last year. We didn't score a goal from open play for about a month and a half. We're getting back on that streak. The last time was March 19th, and Saka <laughs> scored. Otherwise, Odegaard scored in the 89th minute against Brighton, but that was a free kick. So we're back on that streak. Three games in a row, no goal from open play. Ooh, good time to to have <laughs> that. Hmm, that's not good. That's not good. No, so we definitely need a uh, striker this upcoming window. Uh, Are you guys looking at anyone in particular? There's been a lot of names thrown around. Um, Dominic, Don, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin from Everton's been one. Um, Tony from Brentford's been another. Um, Jonathan David, but he's honestly fallen off the face of the earth. 
Um, Isak as well from Real Sociedad. Right, no, yes. And then there was another one. I forget the other one, but there was another one as well. But we've been looking at a bunch of different strikers. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to be fully honest. I don't even know who I want as, as a striker for, for Arsenal. Because we we have the creators, we now just need somebody who can finish on a regular basis, a basis, and none of the strikers we're looking at can finish on a regular basis, and that's an issue. So I don't know, but but uh, the good news is though that no matter where we finish, Cronke uh, has said they will back Arteta fully, and a like. With a ton of money, a ton of cash, this this summer. So hopefully, um, hopefully he stays true to his board, obviously, and um, they ball out and and can get some big players. Hopefully, but we'll see. Hmm. We hope for the best. Uh, John, I want you to speak to me about the possibility of. The W for PSG this upcoming weekend. All right, let's do this. <clears throat> Give me one second. It's crazy. They're really about to already win. It's so far. I mean, not really a surprise there. They're so good. Okay, so starting with Friday. Just make sure. Yeah, we had no midweek games. So starting with Friday, uh, we had Rens Monaco. Uh, solid 3-2 win for Monaco there. Um, very important as they continue their fight, as 10 other teams do, to get into European spots before the league ends. So, but a huge, huge three points for them, and they need to keep up the momentum. St. Etienne with a 2-1 win versus Brest. Crucial in their fight against relegation. Do you know this um, Anderson? They're not out. They're now out of the relegation spot, so good for them. Um, Lille, disappointing from the champions, 2-1 loss to Lens. Um, but great for Lens as, as they, once they, you know, they move up on their fight to, to, to get into Europe this season. Uh, nice beat Lorient 2-1. Uh, shout out to Delort, got a brace, including uh, a pretty late goal in the 88th minute to win the game. Mets and Claremont Foot tied 1-1. Montpellier and Reims tied 0-0. Nantes and Anier tied 1-1. Troy and Strasbourg tied 1-1. A lot of draws. Um, Lyon absolutely destroyed Bordeaux in what has to have been one of the worst defensive showings I've ever seen highlights of. Almost every single goal Lyon scored was a huge mistake by the defense. Um, I don't know what Bordeaux's doing. And, I mean, they're in 19th place, so... After seeing those highlights, that makes a lot of sense. And they probably will not be playing Division One football um, next season because that defensive—it was like so bad, dude. So many comical, comical errors. Um, and then PSG winning the what is it, the Le Classique or the yeah. Classique two-one over Marseille, and what was a pretty boring second half, I'd say. I think the first half was pretty entertaining. Um, but yeah, the second half was pretty boring. Neymar scoring the 12th minute, continuing his, he's on some really good form. I hope he can maintain it until the end of December. Um, 
And Mbappe uh, scoring a penalty to make it 2-1 right before halftime. Kalitakar uh, was the one who scored for Marseille. But second second half's pretty boring. Uh, Saliba got a nice goal uh, near the end in the 85th, but VAR called it offsides. And then that's pretty much all they wrote. Donnarumma did some weird time-wasting thing. He was, like, dribbling with the ball. He got pressured, so he just kicked the ball out. Yeah. But then he, like, ran after the ball and just, like, kept kicking it. He's Without, so like, weird. Do it yeah, I don't know what he was doing there. God, what good tactics. He's a genius. Yeah. Um, like Mateo said, um, I think mathematically speaking, what, I think, what, does PSG only need to win? Yeah, they're 15 points. Yep, they only Yeah, if they, they, if they win their next win. game, it's, it's, it's over. Yep, they only need to um, win their next mm. game. They'll be the, I think no. I think if Marseille wins, they still um, the, mathematically they can't give it yet. But oh, if Marseille okay. doesn't get a three points this weekend and PSG does, that's the league wrapped up. Because they said that Messi's going to miss the might miss this game, the game clinch, the title clinching game. Yeah. So basically, PSG. I think mathematically, PSG need three points, and Marseille need to not score any points. Yeah, it's a, sorry, they, they need to Marseille just need to not score three. Marseille draw or lose, it's yeah. over. Messi will miss the trip to Hungary as he targeted winning the league title as soon as possible. Yeah. Um here's how everything looks to be. So thirty two games in, six games to go. You have Marseille, I mean not Marseille, what am I saying? PSG in first, seventy four points. And then fifteen points down, we have Marseille in second, fifty nine. Rennes in third with 56, Nice in fourth with 54, Strasbourg in fifth with 53. You then have Monaco in sixth with 53, Lens in seventh with 50, Lyon in eighth with 49, Lille in ninth with 48, and Nantes in tenth with 47. So you still have, I mean, Nantes is only six points off of fifth place, which is Strasbourg. Um, so everyone in positions two through ten still playing for different European spots. I mean, Marseille has a pretty nice cushion with that three-point lead. Um, so it seems like they're not comfortable, but they're on their way to playing Champions League football. Um, Rennes is um, in the Champions League qualification spot, but they're going to be feeling the pressure from Nice. Strauss- they're going to be feeling the pressure from Nice, Strasbourg, and Monaco, I'd say. Um, who are between two and three points behind them. So I'd say those four really fighting for that third spot. Um, and then Lens, Lyon, Lille, and Nantes. Like I said, they're between, um, th- but they're between three and six points off of fifth place. So if they put together a really good last six games, they might be in spots four or five. Very difficult for them to be, I think, in spot three or two. Um, but they might be doing some Europa League or some Europa Conference League. But it's it's a really heated battle. Um, any one of these ten teams can end up um, in those three to four positions to, to do European competitions. So very, very even across the board. And then it just drops off. Um, St. Etienne, really good job they're doing. They're at 30 points right now. They're in 17th. They're one point um, safe. Claremont foot right below them in the relegation playoff spot with 29 points. Bordeaux, three points down in 19th. And then Mets, a further two points down in 20th. So you have Mets of 24, Bordeaux 26, Claremont foot 29. Then you have St. Etienne with 30, Lorient with 31, and Troy with 33. I'd say those are the teams at risk. On year of 34, but with that many teams in between them, 
they should be okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be tight. Bordeaux is pretty. It's tough for Bordeaux because they're three points away from um, relegation qualification, which is really bad. So I think Bordeaux and Metz are in a really really bad spot. But Clermont Foot can still get out. They can still knock Saint Etienne down or Lorient or Troy. So all those teams at the bottom got to stay smart. Everyone is fighting for something pretty much except for, I think, PSG. And then, like, Montpellier, Brest, Reims, and Anya are just like, eh, whatever. But that's good. Like, 14 out of the 20 are still – still have a lot to win or a lot to gain lot with to only six games to go. So pretty interesting. Um, let's just look at the stats really quick. So Kylian Mbappe, top scorer, 21 goals, followed by Martin Terrier with 19, Ben Yedder with 19 as well, Gaetan Laborde with 14, and Moussa Dembele with 14. Jonathan David, they're at that 13. He's been there for months. He was killing it at the start of the season. Who knows what happened to the Canadian man? Yeah. <laughs> Assist-wise, it is also Kylian Mbappe. Hell of a season, 21 goals, 14 assists. Messi's in second with 13 assists, and then you have... Benjamin Beauregard with 11, Demi Paye with 9, Klaus with 9, and Hamari Traore with 9. Shout out to Klaus, future right back of the French national team. Probably. Um, Clean sheets, Walter Benitez from Nice with 12, followed by Matt Sells from Strasbourg and Predrag Rajkovic from Stad Rems, I believe. Yeah, Sir Rems. And then Paolo Lopez for Marseille is 10. Um, yeah, and that's all I got. Shout-outs to Mbappe. He's killing it. Shout-outs to my boy Neymar because he has, like, seven goals in the last, last, like, three or four games. So, he's getting it together. Mbappe's a god. That's all I've heard. Mbappe's a god. And, no, I mean, no Neymar and Messi for the next match, too. So. Hey, so Mbappe's there to win. Mbappe's show. Himself. That's crazy. Mbappe, Cardi, and Di Maria to put on a master class. Cardi's a god. Um, yeah. I'm going to move over to this good old Bundesliga. We were talking about how great uh, Frankfurt dominated good old Barca. They ended up losing to Union Berlin 2 0 on Sunday. So. Union's too big of a team. So nah, but we always see that. Like, <laughs> teams are, like, dead. Yeah, so math- like, mathematically, game game. Union Berlin is better than Barca, which means Union Berlin is better than Real Madrid. Union's the best team in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Which, which makes sense. Abdul agrees. Yes, he does. Um, Hertha BSC beat Osberg on Saturday, 1-0. Dortmund decided to absolutely hammer Wolfsburg, 6-1. Holland is back. He came back from injury and absolutely killed it. Two goals. Freiburg beat Bochum 3-0. Mainz and Stuttgart played to the most incredible game. A 0-0 draw. Um, Köln beat Montengladbach 3-1. Montengladbach has been Monten trash back. Um, it's been horrible. Um, Bayern Munich beat Armenia Belfield 3-0. Um, Guther Fruth and Hoffenheim played to the second most incredible game, a 0-0 draw. Uh, Union Berlin beat Frankfurt 2-0. And then Leipzig beat Leverkusen 1-0. And 
That means, Liam, that your Nkunku needs one more win, and he has that upgrade on his headliner. I know you're very uh... excited for that upgrade. Um, very exciting stuff. Um, for the table, Bayern Munich is in first. Go figure. With 72 points. Um, Dortmund is in second with 63 points. Semi-close. Only three games. And they play each other this weekend. So, kind of spicy. If Dortmund end up, ends up winning the game. They only have four games remaining. So, it's not super exciting. Because... Actually... No. Uh, I think if Bayern wins this, they win the league. Mathematically. Because I would put him 12 points with three games left. Yeah, so Byron could actually clinch the ta- the the title against Dortmund this weekend if they wild. win. Wild. That would be That's, crazy. That is wild. That actually would be crazy. Um, Dortmund's in second with 63. Leipzig is in third with 54. Leverkusen is in fourth with 52. So that was a big win by Leipzig. They actually leapfrogged Leverkusen now. Um, Freiburg is in fifth with 51 points. They're holding on to that Europa League spot. And then you got the Union Berlin in sixth with Europa Conference right now with 47. Köln is in seventh with 46. And Hoffenheim is in eighth with 45. Then you have Mainz. And after you have Frankfurt, Montengladbach. Those two teams really dropped off. On top of a team that really dropped off is Wolfsburg in 13th. They're closer to the bottom than they are in champion for uh, fighting for Europe. Um, in 16th, we have Stuttgart with 28 points right now. In 17th, we have Armenia Belfield with 26 points. And then in 18th and dead last, we have good old Guther Fruth with 17 points. Definitely not making it out of the good old relegation zone. And we'll be enjoying that good old Bundesliga 2 football next year. Um, Stuttgart's is one point off right now of Hertha BSC, and they're four points off of Augsburg in 14th. So kind of close for them and for Armenia, honestly, Belfield. Oh, I was I was actually going to say this earlier, John, because Schlotterbeck was on my, 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 um, my career mode. But apparently... Um, Dortmund's been trying to get Schlotterbeck for their back line. I heard. Yeah. I think they haven't I think they already have him that, set up. That's what I, I thought, think. but I literally just saw a thing that said Schlotterbeck denies report of Dortmund of move to Dortmund. Slow. Well that's awkward. I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure about that one. Um that is awkward. For stats, we have Leon Golski with 32 goals in first. Then we have Patrick Schick in second with 20. We have Erlen Holland with 18. Nkunku with 17. Modest with 16. Um, for assists, you have Muller with 16. And right behind him is Mr. Nkunku himself with 17. And then you have Kimmich and Wurtz and now Royce with 10. And Diaby with nine. Um, for clean sheets, we have... I always love clean sheets with this because it's such weird teams. Um, Zentner, Flecken, and Neuer, all with ten. Gulasi, Castiles, 
with nine, and Gigawitz and Bowman with eight. Um, I don't think anything's changed with the red card situation, except for Lacroix still leading with three. Um, main man's is killing it. Just red card after red card after red card. It's beautiful the way he plays and gets red cards. He should, uh, I think he's trying to follow uh, Ramos's footsteps here. Ah, uh, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. S otherwise, I think that's about it. Um, who do we think's? I know we kind of have our idea for Champions League, but for Europa League, who do we think's going through to the final? We have West Ham against Frankfurt and Leipzig against Rangers. I think Rangers, Rangers are going to surprise and go through. And they're going to go through the final. And then who's the other one? West Ham versus who? West Ham against Frankfurt. We're going to see a West Ham Rangers final. That would be crazy. That's, that's a pretty interesting Europa. I, I like that Europa League setup. Yeah, yeah me too. It's, it's a very uh, interesting one for sure. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Leipzig. Rangers. That's crazy because they play each other, so I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Liam said, I heard what you said, but I didn't hear what you said, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, my fault. I'm going to go Leipzig. Yeah. Quickly Googling who the other two teams were. No, no, no. Frankfurt, Frankfurt. I think it's going to be Leipzig against West Ham. West Ham. Oh, Liam, the uh, the Roma mm. ki the Roma killers were eliminated by Roma. I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Mourinho's going crazy right now. I have to admit. Uh, Roma last. Liam, week. were you really hyped with that? Uh, with that Napoli draw? I mean, that pretty much takes them off your. Yeah, off your back. it takes them off. Yep. Just uh, yep. City yep. Milan fighting over the. Mm-hmm. Said, yeah. It's still going to be tough, bro. Pinter's going to drop points. You just, you guys just can't drop anymore. So and Inter has that cup final. I'm telling you, you guys are smart. <laughs> What's funny is both sets of fans, like, you guys are both, like, pessimistic. I just huh. Like, neither of you believe that you guys are actually going <laughs> to. It's strange yeah. for Inter since they did it last season. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We will. Um, Leicester against Roma for Europa Conference. What do we got? What do we think? That's gonna be spicy. I can't wait to watch Roma. I think Leicester, like, met, like Leicester, yeah. like in the back, are like so weird, and they do so much stupid shit. I just like don't. Leicester's been on such terrible form. I think. I think Roma got them. Yeah. Liam. Excellent. Yeah, Roma. We Roma can. for sure. Um, and then we have Feyenoord against Marseille. Mar Marseille, just because I'm not gonna lie, don't know that much about Feyenoord. Marseille is winning the whole uh, the agree. whole conference league. I agree. I think Marseille. Jerison. I think Guendouzi is gonna carry, carry him to a uh, glory. Who's a Jerison when you have Mar when you have uh, Guendouzi? 
Bunduzi is trash, bro. I hate him. Bunduzi so and Saliba are literally going to carry him. I hate that, man. And then Arsenal going to buy Jarrison next year. It's going to be incredible. But, he's going to be the greatest of all time. That's what I'm saying. Best. When Inter play Roma this weekend, you know. you know. Yeah, that's who I hope they drop, know. bro. You know Roma's going to win, bro. It's a Abraham hat trick, bro. I hope so, bro. Ibra- El Sarawi. I want El Sarawi brace. Ibra's and then Milan's going to lose 6-0 to Lazio, and it's all going to go down home. <laughs> Liam's going to have the highest of highs on Saturday and then just get punched in the cock on – sorry. <laughs> punched in the chest. Indeed. In the chest on Sunday. JK, I'll be rooting for you guys. Lazio's a tough game, though. Yeah, no, but, but last time we played play Lazio, bro, we murdered. So, I hope yeah. so. I hope so. I hope that's what happens again, truly. Fingers crossed. Yep. Alrighty, I think that uh, that wraps her up. Quite nice. Excellent. Alright. Lots of games. Alright, everybody. Liam, who do you think, honestly, is going to win Juve Fiorentina? Tomorrow, sorry. Oh, man. Juve has the one nil, and it's an away goal, too. Technically, mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. have... Two away goals count? And, and, and Copa yeah, the Copa, yep. Yeah. yeah, that's why it was big if Milan scored today. But, Artur yeah. Cabral is going to score a brace. 2-1 Fiorentina. Juve yeah. sent home crying. <laughs> I might have to go... Trophyless. I'm going to go 2-1 Fiorentina as well. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough though. It's gonna be really tough. Juve is on the down, but Juve can just pop up at any second. It's a different competition. It's their only chance of silverware, and they're you know, quote unquote, big team. I feel like they're gonna want it a bit more. But mm-hmm. Fiorentina's on great, great form, so it's gonna be tough. Yeah, bang I'm gonna go Fiorentina though. Fair enough. Alrighty, I think that that wraps her up quite nicely. Though. Indeed. All right. All right, everyone. I hope you have a good. Good week, good night, good good life. <laughs> Watch. Uh, same, definitely, definitely same though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a laugh at that. Definitely same. Definitely same. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all. Yeah. Have Bye, a great everyone. night.